Well, listeners, in case you didn't get enough sports today, here's an ad break that'll tell you how to watch even more sports. YouTube is the new home of NFL Sunday Ticket. And if you sign up now, you'll get our lowest full season price of the year. Just go to youtube.com slash presale to get $100 off NFL Sunday Ticket. Watch your favorite team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games, exclusively on YouTube and YouTube TV. All right, enough about sports. Go get more sports. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends June 6th. No refunds. Does your mom get she get upset that we only call you Bob's son and not? I don't know. Maybe we should call her. We'll get our, we'll get we'll get her to call in and ask. No, and every ask time her. I have to talk to your mom on the phone, she gives me shit. <laughs> exactly. That's why we'll get her to do it. It'll be, it'll be entertaining. Passers wide open. Gets the puck. Tours. That's the only reason I do these podcasts is so I can hear all the amazing things about myself. So thanks for having me, and now I'm signing off. I am uh, honored, thrilled. This is uh, one of the greatest achievements of my life. I literally, I, I, I showered and I combed my hair for you. <laughs> well, we appreciate that. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome back. This is the PP1 podcast from Amiria. No, that's someone else's podcast. We are uh, we are the three best friends that anyone could have because we're the three best. Ryan, Brady, and Ted, PP1 podcast, episode 105. What are we even doing here? Brady, you're just about to go back to school. So this is like... Your last like hurrah before your brain gets filled with nonsense like five plus five and what's the square root of um, the civilization something. Yeah, there's t- there's tons of the, uh, I wasn't good at know, math equations in the uh, in the sports broadcast journalism world. So, yeah, you know, yeah. gotta get gotta get the head back on, but uh, luckily we got one week to do that, so we're here to talk some Canucks. Not much going on in the world of uh, hockey, but. We got a fun hour ahead of us. Would so, you say uh, we'll, make it, we'll make it work? Would you say this is a banger episode, though? Knowing what you know on the rundown, don't we say it's I, a banger episode every episode? Yeah, but like if you and knowing what you know, further, can we just make sure that you've put us actually live and you're recording? We are live. It says it's counting. <laughs> people are. <laughs> I wouldn't watching. want to make that mistake again. Sometimes, there, sometimes people make mistakes. Those people are me. Uh, I made sure we were ready to go this week, so I'm very excited to be back. There has been absolutely nothing to talk about pretty much for Canucks, and yet there are Canucks questions um, that we are going to raise. We have also got some interesting food takes from around the Twitter sphere. Uh, Before we get all that, Ted, I didn't intro you. Welcome to the show. Hello. Good to see you. Hello. How's how's Tesla life? Uh, It was, yeah, that was, man, those things rip. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you that for free. So, uh, what happened last night after a ball game that we got dummied by apparently a bunch of NHLers, which apparently I'm not good at facial recognition in real life. Yeah, um, so that was pretty funny. We should, we yeah. should before we talk about that other stuff. We, okay. we should, we should touch in on this ball game. So we, 
we're playing it's this is e-league right that it's it's like the lowest of the low like you show they up. reserve this for people that don't know how to play baseball or maybe have never played baseball or just want to uh, get out yeah i just want to get out right it's a lot of people learning the rules for the first time and we're playing against this team and like some of these guys like you know some of these guys are pretty good athletes like yeah. that guy that tall guy over there playing shortstop like he can really hit the ball yeah and then it dawns on me <laughs> that we're playing against None other than the New Jersey Devils defenseman Damon Severson. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Of course. <laughs> and so it turns out that we're playing against actual professional athletes in e-league baseball. Yeah. And it was pretty close. We were like, uh, it was like one nothing heading into the top of the sixth or whatever before they went ham on us. It was but, crazy uh, though. We had both teams had like a no hitter through three innings. <laughs> like it was yeah. three up, three down, three up, three down. And everyone's like, what is going on? Who's going to get a hit first? I I will say that I out hit Damon Severson. So That's I'm true. Leave it at that. You went. He That's went like New Jack City. <laughs> so anyway, like it wasn't a great offensive game for our team, right? And mm, people, no, it wasn't our best. No. So everyone's popping up or getting like you know little cheap little singles at best. So Ted on I think is like your second at bat because we only had like three each. <laughs> it, was, yeah, it was it was a pretty, pretty quick ugly. game. So anyway, I watch him and he like kind of like angles his his uh his back elbow down and like basically pops it up and he walks off. I think it was like our third out, right? Yeah, there you go. So you kind of tilted a bit back more, a little bit a little bit in the downward. Anyway, nice. I'm like, "Bro, your elbow." He goes, "What?" I said, "You had your elbow like way down. That's why you're popping up." He goes, "What are you talking about?" So I showed him. I said, "You got to straighten it out." So his next at bat comes up freaking tunes this ball over the fence like a no doubter and i looked and he comes up and he goes thanks he goes i didn't realize i was doing that like bro (laughs) you like killed that baseball it was a big one too that was like so this the swing savant as i'm probably going to call him from now on yeah yeah that that, so that pocket baseball no 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 like this was just and that was probably one of your longer ones too hey it was uh, i think so was my it was not only was it the longer one i think it went like 275 or something like that but it was um it it made me pass ferguson for the lead oh so if we don't 60 i don't know and if we don't play playoffs which i hope we do um you get the wood bat yeah, so there's uh, the the guy on the team has a lathe and he makes a really awesome maple wooden bat for the home run leader every year. So, so yeah, if you so did, good times, con- good congratulations. Times. So anyway, so after the game, we're all hanging around. Ted's chatting with a new guy from Florida that moved to Kelowna, and uh, um, I missed some of the other conversation, but doesn't really matter. So anyway, he's got a Tesla, <laughs> and I I drove Ted to the game because I'm a good friend. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. made us late. I made us late. Yeah, my kids had to run to the field oh, to tell daddy. the team. That's how late we were. Um, so anyway, he pulls in. We're just chatting this and that. And he goes, "Hey, like, do you want to take it for a rip or something?" And it's like, "Yeah." He's like, uh, "He goes, we could drive you home, blah, blah blah." And he looks at me, and I'm like, "I don't care. Like, go drive a Tesla. Obviously, like, I could care less. Go for it. I would love to be in your position. In fact, how about you guys take my vehicle home and I take the Tesla." We offered, but I don't think they were into driving the Jeep Patriot. Which no, I think is just, that's and it's rude. it's got a bit of a damaged bumper. So I get it, I get it, I get it. So, but uh, yeah, pretty banging though, hey. Yeah, those they. I mean, there's four heavy dudes. Like all, every guy in the car was at least over two hundred five, and you put the foot down, and it's you're just thrown into the back of your seat. Like it's it doesn't yeah. spin out. You couldn't make it spin out if you wanted to. No, and it just like Damn. it just grips and it goes and. 
it adjusts so quickly to the road and, and, and after you're going, you can take your foot off the gas and then floor it again. And you still feel like you're thrown into your back of seat, but it's no, there's no shift. No, you know, it's when just you're driving and you get that, like you can feel it into second you can feel it into third. It doesn't happen. There's no noise. Very strange. Um, and, and then like they, they throw it into like autopilot mode. And so he's like, all right, take your foot off the gas, take your foot off the brakes, that autopilot. Now it's driving itself. And we're coming up to a stoplight and he's like, just trust it, trust it, trust it. And it's going up. And then all of a sudden it hits the brakes, like a car length or two beforehand. And I'm like fucking sketching super hard, but it's Damn, yeah. Dude. So I took that shit off like right away and yeah. put it back. Into I need, I need real, I need the real driving. Yeah. That's yeah. scary. It was, it was oh. kind of scary, but I mean, I get, I get the appeal now. I understand. Yeah. I understand the electric. I'm, I'm down. Too bad. They didn't take you to like swamp like road. It. So you could do insano mode. Oh Yeah. I've done that once or twice. Yeah. The Swamp, Swamp Road and Sane Road on, yeah. on what was the yeah. car that you had? Your old car, Brady. Oh, my old Ford Tempo. Woo! No, no, no. It was yeah. newer than the Tempo. It was like your it was like a pretty nice car, I thought. The oh, one you the, drove uh, on no Pontiac? oil. Yeah, the Pontiac. Oh, the pursuit. The pursuit. Yeah. Yeah. Is that all that yeah, curling yeah. money from your Shot dad? Oil pan right through the engine, yeah. That's it, <laughs> all your dad's curling uh, sponsorship money there. Yeah, exactly. There you go. There I wasn't go. going down Swamp Road when that happened. I was down the highway. Were you were you Bob's kid when you did that? Oh, yeah. I'll always be Bob's kid. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. So we are part of the Dean Blundell Network. We're proud to be here. Uh, looks like our new season will definitely uh, be pretty happening in the next couple of weeks. It sounds like things are uh, jumping up on that side of the thing. We're also proudly presented by our good partner, Summer Skates. And in fact, this is your cue, Brady. You're in the upper corner. This is your job. You got to do it. Oh, I'm not paying attention. Come on, Vanna. A little this bit. Right there, you there, there you go. There you go. So yeah, so we'll have a post on our Twitter and Instagram, so make sure you guys enter that. And we're back doing the three-for-one uh, promo uh, contest. Uh, spoke to Kevin the other day. said, yep, let's rock and roll. Let's keep her going. So the 100th episode was pretty big, and we had a lot going on, and it fell right into yeah. the middle of summer, and I had a bunch of stuff to kind of get out. Finally shipped everything out to everybody. They're all very happy. So I uh, sent one, uh, was it Doug, I think, out in... Uh, like Minnesota, I think I sent the one hat and Minnesota. stuff. Yeah, it's pretty rad. So, so anyway, that's all. That everybody's happy. That's good. So, Big Besser fan. Very. Who? I mean, who isn't? Who isn't? Yeah. So anyway, so we got all that. Uh, as I said, we are presented in partnership with Summer Skates on the Blundell Network. We're having a blast. So as we said, there wasn't a lot. It looked like on the surface, if we were going to be. Um, you know, gonna have a lot of Canucks talk, but here we are. We're ready to rock, and uh, you guys kind of teased it out. So, you know, I'm gonna just let them know you can come in. So, uh, Brady, would you like to let us know who who's coming on the show? Jordan Bowman. Bowman, keep Bowman, Bowman, the Bowmanator. So, if you guys don't know, is um, the official nickname the Bowmanator. If it I, is, I'm all for it. It's, it's very, it's very so. close. To, I hope he likes it. Yeah, you're the Bowmanator. It's like even worse than Shermanator, I think. <laughs> hey, man, I, li- I literally just watched that like two nights ago. Oh, really? Oh, I love those movies, oh, man. I'll watch them anytime. So he's on our he's on a, a very good uh, multi-use podcast, connects podcast, movies, wrestling, pop culture, blah, blah, blah. Trust the process with Wyatt the Stanchion art. And before we do this, check this out. Oh, oh, he's got the shirt. Lovely. Lovely. Very Theo 
W is in the house. What I need you? to change it to Bominator real quick. The Bominator. Notorious Bio. Welcome. That's your ring name. That's your ring name. Oh, What's going you. on, folks? Welcome. Hey, we're just on the show, man. living life. So um, in case uh, nobody knows, you told me prior to the show, you are in Luongo's Fantasy Draft, which I was not invited to for the third consecutive year. Um, so if you see him kind of checking to the side, he's in a fantasy draft. It's fantasy draft season. Ted and I could probably spend the last half hour talking about um, Wednesday and Thursday of our draft. So um, just make sure you beat Luongo because the last time I was in that league. Uh, what did I we finish him. when we were in that league? I can't remember. We did pretty good, actually. We, uh, I think we got to like the quarterfinals. That's probably why you're not in it. Hey, <laughs> I got I got to the playoffs. So we get invited back every time. I actually yeah. got the right in vote. I think uh, Dmitry Filipovich um, was in charge. I think of like finding the last person, and so you had to like write in like your best chirp to Luongo. So I did a resume. Mm. Remember that, Ted? So I had like I this did. long yeah, resume. Like I enjoy long walks on the seawall. Um, cause this would have been like 2012 empty bowels, empty. Yeah. Like all these things, like I enjoy, uh, um, rose ceremonies and all this stuff. And I absolutely just chirped the heck in this whole like official resume. And, uh, so it wasn't really a resume though. It was like an application for a dating show. It was, yeah. it was kind of weird, but it worked. Yeah. So anyway, you know, put in a good word for me for next season. Yeah, like I'm I'm gonna be professional here, guys. You've asked me on the show. Like, I'm not gonna be doing this fantasy draft. If I find my if you see me looking off like this, are you drafting right now? He's drafting right now. Completely unrelated. I don't know what you're talking about. You should take Brandon Jacobs. I hear he's <laughs> good. I hear I hear he's good still. So still definitely. waiting for that Jay Cutler comeback. So so how is about, he... uh, how about a couple a uh, couple of sleeper picks this year and a couple of guys who may be overvalued? Are you going to give them to me, or you want me no, to give I, them to I, you? I want, I want to know them, because my draft is until tomorrow. So, Oh, well, like I have a franchise or a dynasty draft that we've been doing where I took uh, J.K. Dobbins in the, first, uh, oh. in the first round. So I'm going through a lot right now. Man, uh, I don't I even know if you. I wanted to participate in this, just because I've just been wandering around, Aimlessly. just staring off into space since, uh, since that happened. I hate the Baltimore Ravens, but I decided, you know what? I'm going to get over that for fantasy purposes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a chance on Dobbins, and that's what I get, I suppose. I traded so, him away on like, Friday night for to another guy in our league with Ted there. I got like a wicked haul for picks and stuff. And I waited all day after I saw the injury, and I waited and I waited and I waited. Sure enough, Saturday night I get the little DM. Any mulligans, yeah. possibly? <laughs> I was like, yeah. ah, I don't think so. I just got a fifth and a seventh. I'm pretty happy where I'm sitting. So, yeah, I was with a girlfriend at the time, and she's not a fantasy football person. So I reacted as though a relative had died. <laughs> but like, it is. My phone, my phone went off. I'm like, oh no, no. What happened? Oh, J.K. Thomas. Like, is who is that? Like, trust me, it's a big deal. Yeah, this is a this is a big big deal. I like Gabriel Davis, uh, wide receiver for the Bills this year. I don't know something about him. I know there's a lot of uh, a lot of mouths to feed in that offense, but uh, I think they're going to be keying in a lot on the other receivers and stuff. I think Davis is going to have a good uh, sleeper year. Okay, Gabe Davis sleeper pick. Write it down, Ryan. You can't take that pick, all right? Uh, well, you have two picks in the first round, so it doesn't really matter. So fine mm-hmm. um we don't need to we're gonna get right into the good stuff so we can do our thing and if hopefully we don't take up too much of your draft time um i know you said to not ask this so 
Um, I did anyway. Um, this is just for you to start off. Uh, Mr. Jordan Bowman, how much does a theoretical physics professional make per year? Too much. Okay, but you got to give a number because I'm asking for one. Okay. Uh, so this is, I, we go back to your TTP misery and like numbers. Like this is, I, I need to know of, did you bring the skills to our show? That's what oh, I no. want to know. The answer to that is almost always no. But uh, so I'm per year, with a theoretical physicist makes ninety k a year. Holy, okay, so that's in like, what did they say? The fiftieth percentile. So the average is is one. Well, it's not close. The, my average in the fiftieth. So I'm gonna take back the percentile. The average is one hundred forty five k. And upwards of 250, theoretically. theoretically. Yeah. So theory. it's it is exactly. It's like maybe <laughs> we can make a case where it is 95k. So, so that was a special question just for you. I I looked up what they do. It's it looks tough. That looks like a very tough job. So I'm going to speak from a place of intense ignorance about theoretical physicists right now. If everybody's okay with that, you know what? So I'll, allow like I'll allow it. Allow it. Yeah, it's like a lot of that stuff you're never going to be able to prove one way or another. No. My whole thing with theoretical physicists came about years ago when I was watching a program on the creation of the universe or whatever. And they're all talking about, okay, billions of years ago, this probably happened, which caused this and caused this. I'm sitting there watching going, no one's ever going to be able to say yes or no that yeah. that happened. They're just pulling the stuff out of their ass. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah. They you get could, paid too much. You could say they Ben Simmons was there. You could. Yeah. You could say anybody was there to hang out, you know, like, yeah, the dinosaurs and dragons were hanging out. And then, you know, like Zorag, Spider-Man was there. So um, that's good. I'm glad you brought it. That was a pretty decent answer. And I mean, it kind of fell in. Um, I didn't want to get all the, you know, the, all the percentiles in there because I just didn't care enough because I again, I think you don't care enough because, quite frankly, it's all in theory. So really, right. where are we going to get with that? Really? So um, Brady, I know. uh you had kind of a big question because uh, it's coming up, so I'm going to let you uh, plow on the next one. I think it's a movie-related one. Yeah, Spider-Man, No Way Home, trailer finally dropped. How exciting is that? I mean, I'm fucking, I'm pumped. You guys, like, are you guys excited? I mean, I haven't seen the trailer. We've been talking about this movie for absolutely forever. You haven't seen the trailer? No, I, no, I haven't. Good I for you. In the world had seen the Good trailer. for you. Here's the thing. I have sworn off trailers. And it is because of Spider-Man specifically. I'm also avoiding any movie news about Spider-Man, which is tough for me to do because I, you know, research that stuff all the time because yeah. I don't need to be convinced to go see Spider-Man No Way Home in December. I don't need to right. be teased or tantalized or anything. I'll be there opening night, man. So I would love it if the first time I saw all these big moments was in the realm of watching it in the movie theater. I don't see a lot of these big things four or five months before the movie comes out. That's fair. Having mm -hmm. said that, some stuff has trickled uh, into right. my timeline and all that. Mm -hmm. And I knew tons about the movie before I decided to put this embargo on myself. I am insanely excited. It's not often I'll just go full media embargo on a movie, but I want to be surprised and delighted in December when I see Spider-Man. So I'm looking forward to it that much. So you got full mute well, going so on. Full mute, yeah, obviously. Absolutely pumped for it. You're, you're speaking my language so much right now. It's ridiculous. I'm in the same boat as you. I've sworn off all trailers at this point. 
There's nothing there's nothing left to be said that's not going to convince me to go to these movies. And I I mean I did a good job not not watching Endgame right up until the final minute before heading out to the theaters and I was I was the guy that didn't get it spoiled. And I think I was like it was all about the timelines, right? I was reading through the comments and some tweet about puppies or something like that and like somebody had posted Spider-Man dies. Oh. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah. Perfect. That was how Thank I found you. out, right? So, I mean, that's why I'm just avoiding all of this stuff at all times now. Tom Holland himself spoiled Infinity War for people mm-hmm. at a screening, yeah. if you remember, where he came out to talk before the screening, but he didn't realize it hadn't started yet. Oh, so no. he comes out and says, hey, guys, I'm alive. Don't worry. And yeah, it was he's been notorious for that, too. Before he got snapped away. Now, I will say this about movie trailers, though. Uh, they've been doing an awesome job, Marvel especially, in the last several years of throwing stuff in the trailer that's not there. Uh, either it's entirely fake scenes or they have stuff CGI'd in there that's not there. I mean, as the shot in Infinity War trailer of all of them running through the jungle, nowhere to be seen right. in the yeah. movie. Uh, it'll. Right. Ne- I don't know if it'll ever reach the heights of, uh, was it Deadpool 2? Just spoiler sake, everyone's seen it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. Never be too careful. Uh, Deadpool <laughs> 2, where they shot entire sequences like fight scenes with x-force in order to protect the gag where they all die in the skydiving accident (laughs) that was brilliant i watched the trailers for that and you see like terry cruz fighting a guy on the street and you see shatterstar doing stuff you see them interacting with generic goons and then when you watch it in the theater that was all specifically shot as a misdirect for the trailer Perfect. how it's yeah. done those are pros oh, though those are I pros watching this guy i've seen things like what is happening right now like in theaters seeing this whole thing go on and it was just like that was the biggest ruse for sure that happened i, I love that, that see was thankfully so, so for well me done. i saw Endgame like i don't know five months ago so i'm fine <laughs> I was like, you know what? You can spoil it because I'm not going to remember everything. And then I think I watched it like three more times that week. And I'm like, I think I've got my fix. I, I'm good with all the any spoilers that you guys thought because it's been too long anyway. Like Breaking Bad, you know, Ted, you, you started watching that. I'm not going to spoil it. I was just mentioning the words. You had started it, uh, what, January, I think? Yeah. And uh, about a month later, I'm like, you know what? I got nothing else going on. We're all stuck at home. <laughs> so I started watching it. Now I finished it. So I'm just waiting to see, like, you know, when you're going to get there. But again, you can spoil it all, all you waiting. want for everyone else, like when it was happening, because it's happened. It was like, what? everybody knows. Yeah. It's like seven years I'm ago. like episode one, season five right now. So, like, I, I just saw Ted in, a, in the hospital in a halo, and he's alive apparently, but he's paralyzed, but he's not going to say anything. That's where I'm at right now. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'll keep quiet. I see. Because I am now in the know. So nobody spoil any Veronica Mars for me, okay? Uh, <laughs> the movie or the TV show? Any of it. Any, no, just, just a, any of it at all. I, I watched that a couple of years ago, and I desperately wanted to talk to people about it, but people hadn't seen it in like 15, 20 years. So they're like, yeah, I, I remember that from back then. Oh, do you remember this episode where this happened? Yeah, no, Probably. that was a while yeah. ago. So you kind of have to, at times, be within the conversational timeline for things in order to like get involved in that discourse. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, we got some interesting. I we we've got a fun show here, um, Jordan. So again, we're not going to keep you like forever because again, fantasy stuff. Like you got to have that. You got to have that brain on, right? You don't want to find out you accidentally drafted a kicker. When you could have had, you know, Bishop Sankey. This is a few years ago, but still, that depends it's, on the kicker. Yeah, that's true. That's that's fair. 
Um, Bishop Sankey, so I saw a cow. tweet. I saw a little tweet, or maybe it was on Facebook. I can't quite remember here. Um, Hell's Kitchen is casting a new season, which obviously we all watch religiously. Maybe we, some of you do. What dish, and we'll go around the table here, what dish could you absolutely crush that people would love? And even Gordon Ramsay himself would say, this is the best blank I've ever tasted. And you get to make it through the whole show, and it just kills every single time. So, Mr. Guest, Mr. Notorious Bominator, um, what would be the dish that you would serve? Literally anything. It could be like mac and cheese if you kill that. Lobster grilled cheese. Lobster grilled cheese. Okay. Lobster grilled cheese. Yeah. Do you, you have access to that? with the lobster. It's, it's little bits and it's spread out, but yeah. It's hmm. subtle, wow. but it's there, and it dominates lobster grilled cheese. No kidding. Um, Ted's Doesn't even re- have to think twice about it. Brady, what what's That's your it. dish? What What could you go in and just... Just own. Oh man! Like water. You know I can always, I can always rock like a fat bowl of like cinnamon toast crunch. So you can. <laughs> you know? So basically, you you're very good at. You know? You're good at pouring like, the bowl. I'm really good at like the milk and like the cereal ratio. You know. <laughs> I have a feeling you may get kicked off the show. They're like this. Just yeah. this isn't even close to our qualifications. You're, you're not one of these heathens that does milk first, are you? No, no way. Serial no, killers. That's suicide, man. No yeah. <laughs> I, who does like what kind of psychos do that? Like it just there's no what's their method there? What's the method to the madness on that aside from madness? I lo- I love the pump on the milk to cereal ratio though. I thought that was really good. Like if you're going to own it, hey, thanks, you, you better you better come with some facts and and you did. That's fair. Do you, are you on the clock right now? Uh pick was just made. We're good. Okay. Who did you take? Who did you take? Who did you take? Jeez, we want to know. Uh, this is great because I get live judgment. Yeah, yeah. I don't like, always have that with fantasy. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr., who was oh, our, I think, fifth, uh, fifth pick. So interesting pick overall. Uh, like on our team, yeah. Oh, okay, oh, okay, okay. So you got so, him in like the fifth round. Then. It's like, yeah. what do what do you okay. know that we don't? <laughs> I just I just traded Odell to Ryan as a keeper. Mm. I had had Camara on my team since uh, his rookie season. I remember it was like ninth round and it was Kamara and Kenny Galladay were both rookies that year. And I was like, ah, it never hurts to have a rookie running back. You never know what's going to happen. And then Kamara had that breakout rookie year. And then I kept him every single year, except this year I was faced with the choice of keeping him or Dalvin Cook. And I went with Cook, health issues aside. I did not enjoy, and I didn't know, you know, that uh, Winston would get the starting job over Taysom Hill. Uh, but I did not enjoy Kamara's uh, offensive output when Taysom Hill took over that team last year, and it kind of spooked me a little bit. So did you get well, any draft capital? Your, your RB2 in that situation, right? So that kind of hurt. Yeah. Did you drop him or did you trade him away? Uh, it was like for the draft, you have three keepers. So you get one of your previous year's keepers or your first or second pick. Oh, that kind of one person from round three to round eight. Right. And then oh, you have okay. one keeper from round eight or someone you picked up in free agency or waivers from the season. That okay. sounds fun. So, yeah, it's, it's great. It really makes sure that there's good players still available in the first round. Like, you're not just keeping your three best guys. Yeah. yeah. So you have to make yeah. some picks. It also adds a lot to the draft. Because when you hit that round eight, you're not just, you know, going at, okay, whoever the best player left available is. You're looking at 
taking rookies and stuff that may come into play the following year. Like that's right. where a lot of rookie QBs go. Your Trey Lances, your Justin Fields is mm. because that's a keeper spot for a starting quarterback that maybe will have a good year. That's interesting. And you don't have to keep a first, second or third through eighth pick. So that's clever. Adds a lot of dynamics to the draft. Yeah. I like that. Take notes, Ryan. I am. I'm thinking about this because um, I'm in charge of our league, which you still haven't paid for, but thank you. Oh, you got to yeah. do that. Let's do that. Let's we'll send out, Summer Skates tweet tonight and payment. I would appreciate that. He's the last one every single year to pay in our league. Like almost religiously. And I love you, but it's true. That's true. <laughs> um, Ted, who's what's your meal? What What is your dish? Mm, I, so before I think I would have gone with like just a classic like butter chicken. Mm, but lately, yeah. the last little while, it's I'd probably have to say like Filipino fried rice with oh. like Malaysian sambal in it. And that'd be like my... That'd be my go-to over the last little bit. Pickled onions in there, and I'm feeling oh, yeah that. with like the day-old fried rice. That that'd probably be my jam, I think, for the next little bit. That's just that's my day-old. And knowing day-old, you, yeah. like I've I've seen the stuff this guy cooks. Like you guys eat well. You got some good food going on in that house. We got some weird food going on in the house because like there's like this weird list that Christy's on. She can't have a bunch of stuff, and then like my my little one's celiac, so we right. have to like make sure we're cooking safe. Yeah. They gluten uh, major recipes, and it just happened to go Asian because of it, because there's not a lot of wheat in that stuff. Right, right. So you know you got to watch out for that gluten, right? Like, ah, uh, gluten uh, made you look. Yeah, I think that's how it goes. That was a Nas reference there. Sorry. Um, I would go like tacos is always my thing. I can, I you can blend like you can just do so many things. But you know what? I'm gonna go back to what I I was really good at when we first got married. Um, beef stir fry. Mm. Because yep. you can do yep. fresh, but you can also mix in frozen. So you can kind of like freaking jambalaya that, right? And just throw everything. But I always make sure to get that, uh, like the sweet chili sauce you get from Costco. And you kind of let that kind of marinate. You're waiting and then you just pour all, you get all your noodles going, all that. You get your, uh, like the sesame oil in the noodles. And there's a kind of special way to do it. And you just get, and then all those colors just start popping as you're frying that all up. And you're just getting excited because like the colors alone, and you're just like, this is great. This is really, really good right now. Yeah, I just don't want to spend a lot of time cooking or cleaning mm. up afterwards. But then you got a lot so, of food though, so like you make a yeah. big thing and you got leftovers and you know. So, so I would say that's a really good reheat too. Like, oh, um, absolutely. Yeah. You yeah. can have a big. Yeah. You could put it in like a Tupperware and it could come out as a cube. Shake it up, heat it up, good to go. Yeah, mm-hmm. leftover go. cereal, like not so much. But I feel <laughs> like we got we got <laughs> breakfast, lunch, and dinner all covered here. Like, Do you mean cereal that's still in the milk? You just put some yeah. saran wrap over it and put it back in the fridge? Because, yeah, I agree. Leftover cereal. That, not great. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's actually just saying it is gross. I used to work with this guy, right, at Cisco there. And uh, they'd give us free cereal for our lunch, right? And uh, given them this little, in these little cardboard bowls. And so we'd have like three or four of them, right? And I worked with this guy, and he'd get his four, four bowls of, uh, I don't know, Frosted Flakes, whatever he liked. And, uh, he would pour milk into every bowl all at the all all at the start. What? Yeah. And, uh, and so I start, I started I started to call him soggy cereal because like it's like why wouldn't you just pour your milk into the bowl after you've th- finished your first bowl and then move on to the next one? No, he'd well, pour yeah. all four bowls. You could, and he'd work on one bowl at a time. You could pour the <laughs> leftover go. milk from the first bowl into the second bowl and then I top know, it right? off with better milk and it might be even sweeter. I, I, I just I couldn't understand it. I just couldn't understand. He's like, it's all the same. It's, it's all the not, same. It is it's not. Same. No. Teddy, that's using all parts of the buffalo right there. That's right. Just pour the leftover milk into the new milk. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Assistance living. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Okay, so we got. I'm going to bring in a quick Twitter question. Uh, our good buddy Stefan Roger, conspiracy theorist himself, asked, "What one trait can NHL? What can all NHL prospects not do without?" So feel free to open. This is a, an open question. Feel free to answer as you as you as you're ready. Unless you're drafting a player, and then you have to tell us who it is. I could go last. <laughs> be, the first one's obviously got to be defense, right? So defense, you can't do without defense. That's a personal yeah, trait. Defense, yeah, for sure. Oh, personal trait. Okay. Like a yeah. Hmm. Is it uh, like hustle, maybe, or heart? No, because some guys, some guys get on, get on without having. Yeah, they're just good. Tons of heart and yeah, tons of drive. They just skill. have all the skill, right? Yeah, I don't yeah, know if that's, that's it. True. I thought about that for a quick second. I'm going to say skating. Skating. Just to general? keep up in the NHL, you have to you have to be a quality skater. I mean, some guys can get by with a high amount of skill, but their skating has to be, at the very least, at a certain level. Hmm. Because the days of being a goon who can't skate are completely gone. Everybody's got to be able to move a little bit. That's that's my. I would say skating. Okay, Brady, what do you think? I'm sticking with my de- with defense. You're going with defense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're probably right, B, but yeah. What do you think? Punctuality. You gotta be on time. That's <laughs> better, better off. You're gonna find yourself like in trouble. That. You're gonna alienate the veteran teammates. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go punctuality. Very, punctuality. very key. And you're also have piss off everybody if you're yeah. late. And have a lack of a punchable face. I think at that yeah. point. Theoretically speaking. The- exactly. It's open to yeah. interpretation. So, um, I'm gonna go with punctuality. Punctuality. That's great. I'm gonna go with heart. And they were gonna not make this into a Captain Planet episode, but. Um, <laughs> I mean, I th- I think like you either want to be, and I know there's guys that are just brutally talented at sports, and that's just what they're good at, so that's what they do as they're living. But they actually don't like the sport. But I think like yeah, you have to like hockey. Like you have to be, if you know you're good. Like it's a team sport. It's not like you can just do it on your own. So I think I'm gonna go with heart. So that's my answer. And then you get a cool ring after. I think you gotta have you know, short memory too. You gotta be like emotionally mature to be oh, able to get yeah. past mistakes and stuff that you will inevitably make, especially when you're a rookie or you're a young player. Like you're gonna screw up a fair amount, and you have to be able to persevere through that. I think that's that's pretty important. Not as important so, as being on time, but it's up there. So mental <laughs> mental fortitude, essentially. The punctuality. Yeah. I like that though. That's that's an off the board kind of mm-hmm. kind of off the board answer. Like no one's looking for that, and you're like, you know what? You're right. You're right. It's possible that Bowmaninger just won the day on that one. Um, we don't have a trophy on this show, not quite yet. But if we ever do get a trophy, you will be the first award winner. Did you have like a sound um, effect or something like that? I think so. One second. I'm trying to figure it out. Oh, do it a cappella. Go, Michael. There we Winslow go. Here we go. Style. Here's here's our sound effect. I do have. You're on the clock. Nice. Oh, you're on the clock. That's, That's the sound effect that I have. Over the here. timing. It's like we were in sync. Like if you do this right now, we can make this work. Who's available right now? Let's go. Go. go oh, yeah. Melvin the... Gordon's on the top of the board here. No, uh, AJ Dillon, Jalen Hurts, Kenny Galladay, uh, Fournette, Moss, Connor, uh, Tannehill, and cool. then that's pretty much what we're looking at right Santana here. Santana Moss. Not Santana. Is, uh, Moss. is, is, is San Diego RB two available? Because uh, I would go him over over Gordon if you if you Gosh, don't need this, starting running backs right away. There is oh we went three running backs deep to start the draft so okay so you don't have to go Gordon then or no no we're kind of more looking receiver based here uh, which I would there? probably lean towards Galladay 
I don't know if Jones is going to have, I know Galladay's a little hurt. I don't know if Jones is going to have a good like third year jump, but a lot of quarterbacks do. He's been there for a while. Uh, he's got more talent there. And if Saquon stays healthy, then there's not going to be tons of pressure on Daniel Jones to throw the ball a lot. And he's also super mobile. So I would probably go Galladay from what we have also purely based on what our needs are right now, positionally. That's fair. I got one more thing for you and we'll let you go and you can complete your draft in peace. Cause I'm going to hang out. Well, or you can just hang around and whatever, but I got, I got a good one. So I don't know if you guys saw this, even though I did send it out on Facebook to my Facebook friends. Um, apparently ESPN, uh, they, they didn't do some due diligence on a football game that was recently aired in the United States of America. Anyone heard of this uh, Bishop Sycamore? Um, Isn't that uh, where Mantine Teo's girlfriend goes to? Actually, no, she transferred away from there as far as I'm aware. So um, I know a lot of people thought that, but it turns out she actually did transfer away from said online charter school. So the Bowmanator um, has just changed his name. So if you, you are go. watching live online. <laughs> um, so it's a, it's a, is it an online school? Is it a fake school? Is it a real school? Nobody really knows. So I came up with a cool little game, online school or fake school. This is a Ooh. this is a play play for everybody. So I got about eight schools, and you guys have to say if it is a real online school oh, or okay. if it is a fake school. I actually did homework on this one, and I was I was pretty impressed with myself. So nice. okay, so first one here we go. Virtual school of British Columbia. <laughs> the fighting pixels. The, it's the, the fighting VSPC, pixels. Yeah. I'm going. That's real. Real, Brady. I mean, it's real, too. Ted? Yeah. Well, I can't go real. That's got to be fake. It is indeed a real school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that was the very first one. I'm like, I got to start with something that should just be fake. But indeed, it is not fake. Okay. okay. The place that we all, we're all going right now. We just don't realize it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just Zoom. It's just Zoom. Okay, here's the next one. Stuffister Anglican United. <laughs> hmm. Yes, it's real. I'm going real too. <laughs> Ted? It's too it's too stupid. It's fake. Ted's right. Absolutely ah. fake. <laughs> I pulled it from stuff and faster and I did stuffister. So why is this so much fun? I don't know. I don't know. This is way better than any it's of these. It's all theoretical. Then I've I've heard this out these other like game shows on other podcasts where like they ask you to like hashtag something and put a number to it and I think this is way more fun. So you know, there's no miserable, there's no misery to this for whatsoever. So, sitting right here, man. Uh oh, shit. Okay, I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry. So we're gonna we're gonna carry on with this to make sure that we appease our guest. Um, Dwight Global. I'm gonna smile at everyone. So that's my tell. I'm smiling. I'm smiling on everyone. It only requires uh, so many shroot bucks to apply. Yeah. So uh, what do we got? Brady, no. Not a real school. Ted? Not a real school. I'm going to say yes. It is a real school. Oh, my God. I, I, I do, uh, after we're done this, I do suggest you guys go into Google to check out all of these, just so you can know that I'm telling the truth, unfortunately. Okay, so we got that one. Um, this this is going to be a tough one. Actually, we're going to have a double a double dip, because I'm going to throw you guys for a loop here. Um, 
Cyber Village Academy. Say again. Cyber Village Academy. Cyber Village <laughs> Academy. It sounds so legit. I'm gonna say yeah. C C B A. No. no. I'm going fake. Fake. Yeah. It is indeed real. <laughs> Damn, man. I suck at this game. <laughs> like it's. I'm looking at these and I'm like, I. Ah, it's sad, but it's true. Okay, here's a good one. Jenkins Delaware University. Gotta be real. <laughs> I'm very much in my head about it's, this. Like it's it's so tough because they're all awful. Yeah, like like as if me imagining that Jenkins Delaware is actually a real thing is going to help. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's obviously real. Theoretically, they're all real. I'm just trying to also think about like, has there ever been a case where there's been like an NFL player on like Sunday Night Football when they do the alumni Jenkins Delaware University JDU? Yeah. Uh, I'm going. That's real. Ted. Yeah, I said it's real. Oh, did you? It's and be real. Brady? Yeah. It's real. it's fake. <laughs> I, I came up with I came up with that one at seven oh two. Hey, is is Gordon still on your board? Melvin Gordon still on your board? Uh he gone. Oh, is Javante Williams still there? Uh yes. Yeah, you better snap that guy up. I'm looking at it. Yep. Yeah. I'm looking at it. Yep. Okay. Here's this this one. This is, I think, it may be one of the tougher ones. Actually, let's let's do this one. Um, Dillwood Prep. <laughs> Keeping in line with everything, I know these are all very tough. It's real. Yeah, it's so stupid. It's got to be real. Yeah. Dillwood, Dillwood Prep. Yeah. Is <laughs> fake. It is indeed fake. <laughs> You're, you guys are doing very well. What at was this. the school from the, the one right? Yeah. Diary of the Wimpy right Kid. Man. Oh shoot! And we've seen that movie like a million oh, times. Oh, Spag Union or something yeah. like that. Spag University. Okay, I've got uh, a couple yeah, more here. Real. Couple more. What about the one from the movie Accepted? And they make it. They make South Harmon Institute of Technology. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! Greg yeah. has it right away. Unlocked. Right. He lives in his yeah. brain rent free. Yeah. I love that. Movie guy. Here's a good one. Uh, Docker's Faith Stream. Real. It's real. It's got to be real. I'm going... Docker's Faith Stream. No, the gut's calling this one. I'm going fake. The Bowmanator got it. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I've lost like six in a row. These are all brutal, though. Um, we got that one. That one. You making this shit up. Okay, this is the last one. Yeah, I, I have a question about that. The, where? What? I just Google where, stuff and try to put together. Where's stuff coming from? I don't know. Uh, okay, this is the last one. So this is for all the marbles. Okay, get my space. Primavera High School. <laughs> oh. It's real. This is the Larry Bird money ball. For this sure. is it. This it's is real. it. It's glowing. This, this is correct. the, it's heating up. You can break the backboard with this one. Yeah. Nail in the coffin. That's real. It's real. It is indeed real. You guys all got yeah. the last one. Well done. So, wow. uh, Bishop. Do you have Sycamore. any background on Primavera? No, I just looked up names and found out which ones were real. And that was it. They're all online schools. All the real so ones. So they could actually be fake then. They could be fake. <laughs> theoretically. <laughs> theoretically. Theoretically. Yeah. Theoretically. So thank you all for playing. That actually was a lot of fun. Um, we need to we need to continue something like this on 
next next week because now i also I, surprisingly I'm stressful at it like i'm looking <laughs> and i'm thinking like i wonder how deep they need to go to like think this out mm. like you psych yourself a fake draft prospects one one time well i was kind of trying to go there and i just didn't have the time to think that up so i i did have an idea about that but i figured you know fake online schools like where else are you going to get that kind of content right here pp1 podcast so um so that was great thank you very much everybody uh brady did you want to pull yeah. something in there what do you got what do you got what do you got yeah we were supposed to do this last week but uh, i wasn't able to attend the episode so we saved it for this week um i figured we'd do like a over under uh sort of game we could play these I, are real I, uh, real or fake over unders i just throw out like a certain sort of suggestion and then you tell me if the canucks will be uh over under that uh you know that prediction. Okay. So um, I don't know if I should just pick one person or if I'll just go around. We'll just, we'll go, just around. go around the horn. Just just like sure. uh, faker prep, faker real. Okay. Faker real. All right. Well, so we'll start off with uh, the Canucks. Will they be over or under ninety five points next season? Oh boy. Mm. Push. They will be ninety five points. They will be over. No, they'll be ninety five points. Be ninety five points. Yep. Okay. Write under. it down. The Bowmanator says under. Okay. Where do you think they'll be at? 94 points. 94 yeah, points. Okay, so I, I'm going to... 94. <laughs> I, I, I think I like Push you. is a you can answer. I think they're going to be... I don't I think, think so. Be, I think they're going to be... I think they're going to be over. I think, that's a, okay. I think that's a weak division. And I wait, think wait, wait, a wait. For them to be. How is that a cop-out answer? That's because I, th- I don't know. Anytime I get a chance to call you out, I call you out. I think yeah. they're going to be over, but just barely. So just 96. Barely. Okay, so still, so still under 100, but over 95. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that. I'm going to go with that as well. I'm going to say like a 97, 98. Screw you guys. Cop-out. Yeah. Give me a break. There's, All right. There's Rock thought Western. into that. Okay. First season he came in, looked like a 40-goal scorer for sure. Still hasn't scored 30. Over under 30 goals this year, you guys. What did I'll I go s- first. What did I say last week? I'm going to say I'm going to say 30 goals as a Canuck. Yeah. Ooh, or just 30 goals in general. Oh. 30, in, 30 in general. Uh, I'm just going to I'm going to say under too many factors. Too many too many factors outside of of Brock's control. I do I think he's a 30 goal scorer. I do. But I don't I think there's just too many other things that can happen. Outbreaks, third waves, all this other bullshit. So I'm going to say under. Hmm. Good call. And it was 30 I'm was gonna... the number, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go can I can I go? I'm going to go Wait. with the over with 35. I like it. Nice. Because I've got a solid five over. Full yeah. prediction. Okay. Hey, it's Ryan from the PP1 podcast on Cryer Media. If you're looking for a spot to advertise your company, your brand, your cheese wheel, some beer, maybe some donuts, this is the spot. Reach out to me via DM on Twitter or Instagram at always94, and I'd be more than happy to chat with you. Worst case scenario, we just become best friends. And how awesome does that sound? I'm going to go under. By how many? Still think, I still think, you know, the top six is a real blender. Uh, there's, I don't think there's going to be a ton of consistency. I think there's going to be a lot of pressure to move things around if they're not winning games. So I don't know who he'll be playing with consistently all season and if there will be a chance to form enough chemistry for him to go over 30 goals. So I think okay. a lot of that's going to be the main factor in that. Nice. Mm, I'm going to say he does it first time, finally cracks it. 
I think I, I'm going to go as far as saying he leads the Canucks in goals. Um, and I, think, I just think he's going to have a good year. Everything's finally going to click, and he's going to prove he is uh, capable of being that guy. So you got the How over. many goals, B? I'm going to say 34. Mm-hmm. 34 goals. That's right. Yeah. Don't don't play with the fire over here. Yeah, I got 35. So. Don't mess with that crown. 35 for you. All right. Uh, just going through the list here. Not going to do them all. Will Tyler Myers' average ice time be over or under 22 minutes? Hmm. Interesting. Over. Over. Okay. I like that. <clears throat> you just think they just kind of lead, need to lean on him a little bit more this year? Well, they don't have Edler there to eat up all mm-hmm. that ice time, right? So mm-hmm. there's going to be some definite shifts. I don't think it's a good idea to give Hughes, you know, that massive ice time as well. So Myers is a veteran. He can play big minutes. So, yeah, I say over for sure. He gets his own okay. clock most of the time, mm-hmm. so. He does. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go over <laughs> as well. I'm going to say like 24 minutes a game. 24. Wow. Okay. Yep. Big jump. Uh, just for like, I'm pretty sure I don't have it pulled up, but when I made this question, I want to say he's averaging around 22 in his career. So mm-hmm. I'm going to so, say, <laughs> I'm going to say over as well. I think that, you know, Bominator, you said it, the Adler factor, I think it's too big of a part to play. I think they learned too much of a lesson with too much ice time with Hughes. And I don't think there's anybody else in there that can, that I can see stealing those minutes, you know, outside of looking like a top two, top three guy in terms of minutes, I don't think he should probably be playing that much. Probably not the guy that you want to be spending all those huge minutes on, but uh, he also has an ability to stay healthy. So uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to say he's over on that one. All right. So we're all in the same boat on Myers being over 22 minutes a night. Uh, He's going to have a lot of minutes next year for sure. No matter what. Um, These are good questions, B. Yep. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's shift it to Connor Garland. One of the, someone's excited about Connor Garland. We're all excited about Garland. Um, over under. Except on the 50, Christmas tree. Let's go. Let's go over under fifty three points this year. Ted, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to say under. I just think again, too many, too many variables, too many things the top six is a blender you brought this up earlier with the besser thing so for the same reason i see chemistry possibly being an issue that's not to say he's not going to have a successful season but i think that 53 points might be a tough tough number to get to okay i also think it's going to be tough but i'm going to go with the over wow here because i don't think Garland has had the opportunity to play with players, the talent level Mm -hmm. that Vancouver has in its top six. I also see him very easily working his way onto one of the power play units, uh, potentially like the second unit. So uh, yeah, I'm going to go over. I think there's going to, a lot of second assists are going to possibly pad that and first assists. So I'm going with over. Hmm. I'm going to go with the under personally. I just think there is a, you bring up the power play. I think there's going to be a log jam on that kind of second line area. And I mean, I can't see him outscoring JT Miller. I can't see him getting the same. I mean, he's going to get opportunities. I don't know if he's going to be necessarily, maybe not goals. And you're right. I think the assists will come, but I think that's, that's a pretty hefty number, especially on this team. Um, You know, this isn't exactly an offensively overall gifted team. Like they'll spread it out, but only a handful of guys are really going to be in that top tier. Um, and I mean, I would love to be wrong on this, but yeah. that's a pretty high number, even on this team. 
So I'm going to say, uh, yeah, that he goes under. And I, you know what? I, not by a whole lot, but I'm going to say like 48 points. Yeah, we're close, I think. That's a good number of 53, Brady, I think, yeah. to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what kind of why I chose. He'll challenge for, for sure. Land, mm-hmm. so I'll just kind of keep it at that. And um, okay. What did you pick? Did you? I'm going to say, yeah, right around 53 points. Yeah. So yeah, okay. right, right in that kind of ballpark area. Um, well, uh, Nils Hoglander score over or under 15 goals next season. Ryan, we'll start with you. Over. I think he's uh, he's got 18 goals in him this season. I think he's got oh. the talent to do it. Yeah. I mean, if again, we're going to bring up opportunity. And I think there is a shift to produce offense this year. I think they've made that well known, and once we see PD and and Hughes signed, which is inevitable, um, I think with the whole Bull Horvat thing, um, that he's going to have probably a better opportunity this year to make things happen. I just think overall, like everyone's going to bump their game up a little bit more, and you know, guys like Pod Coles are going to come in. I think just everybody's going to push each other to be a little bit better, and the guys that have already been there, like. You know, he's in his sophomore season now, so mm-hmm. he's he's not necessarily going to slump, but I think there's going to be enough opportunity for him to catch on with at least one or two guys, and maybe, I mean, power play two could end up being, you know, a, a pretty decent unit as well. I know they're going to try to overload it, but there's enough guys to carry over to that second one, um, and knowing how the Canucks have actually had a lot of power plays, I think... It's where he may reap a little bit. And uh, I hear there's a podcast called PP2, so uh, we may hear a lot about that this season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. No, no comment, though. Who's up next? All, all, uh, all great great points. I'm taking the over for pretty much all those reasons as well, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's going to be a massive sophomore. So, yeah, so go ahead, celebrate, Ryan. Take, take your bet. Yeah, there you go. This is EA Sports. Okay, well, EA Sports chant Eddie, there. Go ahead. I'll, I'll I'll say push. I'll say he's. I'm gonna cop out and say push. That's a I cop think, out. I think right at 15 is where <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm projecting Oglander, and I think it has more to do with the amount of like established vets that are on this team, and 15 okay. goals is tough to get to. I think, but mm-hmm. I think he just does so much on his own that right. I think Pods is gonna hurt him a little bit for ice time possibly. There's 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 some guys who are going to be ahead of him in the pecking order on the power play where I think he can collect some of those extra points, but I think he's going to get his points. But I think 15 good 15 goals is like a pretty good barometer for where you'd probably still call it a pretty successful season. But I mean, it's very possible that he goes way over that too. What do you have last season? Ten? Uh, I think twelve or thirteen or something like so that. So that's I'm not sure. that big of a look, jump. I'd have to look into that. If, if he's even in that ballpark, twelve, thirteen, that's not that much of an increase. Maybe so. not. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I think it was seven. Actually, seven. I don't know. Someone would have to look it up. All but, right, then uh, that's a big increase. I'll go. I I really think he can definitely be over. Like he was one of our best uh, five on five players last year. Um, but I think for 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 reasons like. With Garland coming in and locking up that top six spot, I I'm not sure if Hoglander stays in the top six, especially if he's playing with Garland. I just they're both such small players. I don't see him. 13. So I think he automatically is kind of pushed down to that third line and then kind of away from those top six forwards. So I think he's just going to have a bit of a. He's going to have to work a little harder. Like he doesn't. Obviously, he works hard. He works hard every shift, but he's going to yeah. have to work harder with less talented players to try to find that, find those goals. And I think he's going to be a little bit, a little bit more of a defensive role. So. I'm going to say he's going to be close to 15, but I'm going to say it's just slightly under. He had 13 this season. The, uh, I've gone okay. into the archives, and I've mm-hmm. uncovered uh, on the scrolls 
how yeah. much you scored last year. Uh, 13 <laughs> goals, 14 assists, 27 points. That is written okay, so on the virtual is, scribe. He right. should be over 15 next year if he keeps playing at that pace then. Theoretically, so. you'd think. Theoretically speaking, anyways. All right, so I got a few more questions here. Do you guys want to keep going for a while? Hey, you know what? Yeah, I'm fine. We're, yeah. we're doing okay. Unless we have to, all that Canucks news we have to get to. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, um, let's switch it up to... Can I, can I drop an over an over under? Yeah, sure. Why don't you go ahead? Uh, over under games played seventy two. Like the like the team the NHL NHL games played. Uh, isn't oh. the schedule? Yeah, that okay. I don't know if that means anything. Uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I'm gonna say over. You say over? Mm-hmm. I think it's an I think it's an eighty two game year. Yeah, I, I would probably say over as well. I think they're going to, especially with what happened to the Canucks last year, they're going to take every single precaution they can to make sure that they get in all the games that are scheduled and everything. I mean, you know, the fans will all, will for the most part, will be required to be vaccinated, at least mm-hmm. in most of Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see a lot of the states follow suit for large gatherings and stuff like that. Uh, but at least the players will be, you know, under microscope to make sure they're vaccinated and make sure they're staying healthy and stuff. So I'll probably go over here. I'm going to say over as well. The full 82. This is yeah. a full NHL season this year. I like it. That's what I want to see. Awesome. I'll go over on that one too. Good call. I think we all, Beauty. we all had a good comment there. So we're all being hopeful. Yes. So I'll get back uh, to the Olevi question uh, over or under 41 games for Ole Olevi this year. Under. I actually hate this question. Oh, under, like he's gonna get, he's gonna get, he'll get forty games. That's my guess. He gets forty on the nose. Okay, Ryan. There's just so much. Like it's that last spot. Teddy's just so torn. He's I'm gonna. Torn. I think for right or for wrong, expensive veterans, free agent signings, leapfrogging in the depth chart. I don't. I don't know where he's gonna get all these games unless there's a massive injury. And we're hoping for health here, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say under, under 41. I'll go under as well. Had they not acquired uh, defensive stalwart uh, Pullman, I would probably go over. But uh, Pullman's gonna handle stuff, so I'm gonna go uh, under for sure. It's the Pullman effect. All right. That's right. I'll the Pullman effect. Advocate. I'll uh, I'll say over 41 games. I'm gonna go 45 games for you. You've got a special um, place in your heart for Ole Olevi, though. I just yeah. Don't I do. We all so, kind of though. I mean, yeah, I don't for him. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He's got this is his last kick at the can, so I hope. I don't have a special he, place in my heart, but he's it, there. So. Are you? Are you anti? I'm not. An, I'm not anti Olevi. I'm. <laughs> I'm Nora. My uncle Olevi. I am. Uh, I am even Stephen Olevi. All right. The, uh, the, the one thing working in his favor, though, is is that if they start to get into trouble, cap wise, he's going to be a guy that fits in that roster super easy. So that's that's the one thing he really did to help himself out. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, okay, a couple good ones here, and we'll wrap it up. Um, Hughes plus minus hasn't been great. Uh, will he be over or under minus fifteen next year? <clears throat> Ooh. He can't be bad this year, Kenny. I think I think over uh, is bad in this situation. I think. Yeah, I'm trying to think. This is the golf situation <laughs> where we'll just assume over it. Higher than negative fifteen <laughs> yeah, or sure. lower than negative fifteen. Tell me your number. How about that? I think he will 
be more of a minus than minus 15. <laughs> okay, that was a very careful answer. Try like to, yeah. Yeah. All right. It's going to be yeah. worse. I too yeah, have an uncle. Okay. Hmm. I'm going to I'm going to say that he is more of a plus player. Uh, a better plus minus than plus, plus 15 this year. Will he still be in minus in the minuses next year? No, he'll he'll be he'll be a plus player this year. Oh wow. Yeah, he, okay, I think he I think we'll say something like plus 16 or plus 17 would be. Wow. Okay. Would be a good a good season. I'm gonna say, yeah. This this you're is going, this you're is, going this, all this is, this is a put it together year for him. I feel like, yeah. Nice. I think it's a contract year. It really depends, I guess, on what he gets. But I'm gonna exactly. use that as motivation. So I will say he is a plus nine this year. So you take nice. Under. You guys are both both on plus. Whatever nine. that is, that is what it is. That is yeah. that is what I am is. All right, I think he improves just a little bit, but I'm, I'm still thinking he's in the minuses, like minus 10, minus 8 area. So I'll go with that. But plus um, minus is a terrible stat anyway. Yeah, yeah. So I just had to throw That's it in That's the there. only thing I have to hang my hat what on did you say? in beer league. Don't say it's a meaningless it stat. You know what, how I mean. Is he, is, he, is he over, under, minus plus 15? 15. Better, minus 15. Minus 15. Minus 15. Oh, minus 15. I'm going to say he's a plus player. I won't say plus 15, but okay. he's a plus player this year. Because that would be a big nice. swing. Yeah, a thirty, sure. a thirty-point swing. That's pretty impressive. That's pretty. All right, uh, Canucks power play in the top ten. Will it be over or under? Over, mm. over. Yeah, a lot of talent still. Yeah, over. It's so it's so top end right now. It's over. I oh. dig it. It I... depends. How much will the drop pass be deployed? <laughs> yeah. Everybody know. use. Everybody's using it, Ted. Everyone's using yeah. it. Yeah, we hear from right we hear from coaches all the time. We didn't ask uh, tide pods too, so whatever. That's true. We didn't <laughs> ask uh, we didn't ask Dave about the drop pass, but maybe maybe if we ever luck out and get him on again, then we'll we'll ask him about the drop pass and we'll apologize. He would have been like, "Shh, don't tell anybody. It's a secret. We're going to be doing the drop pass. Yeah, no well, one's ever seen it before. Yeah, we too will be using that thing in the NHL that you've seen." So. Yeah, he was great on the show. I thought you guys did awesome with him. He's fun. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. He, he was a lot of fun. I mean, it's yeah. it was nice to get answers instead of no answers. Yeah, that, I think that was the best part. Most, most refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, human questions. beings. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So, how are right, we doing, so we're Brady? On the boat of we're gonna have a great power play next year. The yes. Be, yeah, I, it has one. to be. They no, they've no, had no. a good one though. Like it has been good. They just haven't put enough of it together where it's been great. I think it can get yeah. back to great though. Okay, awesome. Uh, I got a couple more here, but we'll just I'll just pick one randomly. Ah, uh, but Vasily Podkolzin, uh, over or under thirty five points in his rookie year. Under, under. Uh, right at thirty five points. Bang! Another push, Ted. Yeah. Nice. Cop out. Get him, Ryan. You cop out. That's such a cop out. That's such a cop. You have two cop outs now. What are you a cop? I'm gonna. I'm gonna really, say. Over. I really hanked this thing. Yeah. You a cop? Yeah. I'll go with over just to kind of play devil's advocate here. I think uh, there's a good chance. You know, I think his defense is gonna come in play. There'll be a bit of a slower start, but I think wait, wait. by the end of the year he's gonna over 35 points. So that's like rookie of the year numbers. 35. Like those are rookie of the year not numbers quite, potentially. Not quite. Not quite. If he but could no, he'll be. be, he'll be. I think he's going to be. He could push to be a finalist for the for the Calder. Wow, so. is that your next? I'm, one? I got high hopes for him. <laughs> yeah, so. over so, or under. Points. I, 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 should, <laughs> I should say Calder votes. Yeah. Over or under yeah. fifty. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought. I thought when I made my original projection that I thought that Paul Colson was going to get twenty five points. He was going to put Bo Horvat season up for his rookie year. But I mean, I think 
I would like to be wrong on this one, and I'm going to call the over at 35 points. No, I'm going okay, under. cool. I, I get where you guys are coming from. I just can't see it. There's too much He's going gonna on. He's going to need a ton of ice time to make that happen, and I don't see that being the case this year. He can barely speak the language to begin with. He mine. Hey, he can't. I, he I can't think, beaver tail the whole time. That doesn't work. Yeah. I think 25 points is a really good yeah. expectation to put point. I think okay. 13 goals, 12 assists, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna, I'm going to take for some some weird thing happening, and he's going to go on a bit of a tear. And we're going to cheer him every single point. Every Hell yeah. single well, point. Goals and jerseys. Patterson, over or over or under eighty-two points this year? Over. Over. Ah, he finds he's finally gonna do it, eh? Oh, I think he's got a lot to prove after you know missing most of last season, like with his health issues and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody that we know trains like a madman in the off season, and he reads. Uh, yeah, I I think he's gonna be over that. He's probably read a ton yeah. of books on how to score this year. He's just, you can tell that he's, he just seems like such a shithead to the rest of the league. Like, I'm sure the rest of the league really just dislikes having to play against the Pedersen. And he's always that guy who seems like he's going to put his money where his mouth is. And I think last year he didn't do that. And I think he's just going to be back with a vengeance to try to prove that. And I think that that that's well within the realm of possibilities. So I'm going to call over as well. Yeah. Cause that's something you've seen from him since the rookie season is that compete level yeah. that he has mm-hmm. and that drive. And after coming off of last season and knowing where the team is and his vocal desire to win and stuff. Yeah. I think he's going to come out guns blazing this year for sure. Beauty. Do we have any predictions boys? Any actual numbers? Yeah. I'll, I'll throw one out there. I'll, I'll say, I'll say 87 points. Yeah, it's a good number. Like you're in the neighborhood for sure of what I would say. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go in the 90s. I was gonna say 91. Okay, I'd probably say like 85, 91. Beauty. All right, so we all got Pedersen at a point per game, slightly over. It's just a a weird comparison. So I, I get, I'm getting these vibes from Pedersen as the years go by, and I'm getting these like Ryan Kessler vibes from him. Really? Does does anybody else see that? Where he just like. There's this almost level of arrogance, right, where that you need to really be competitive, and he is ultra competitive, but he's not competitive in like a Sedin way. Mm. He's he's very he's very abrasive almost, right? I, I don't I don't know. I'm getting those vibes from him, and I'm okay with it to be honest. I guess we won't know for sure unless I they know where lose this is coming. more, and, and then he's gonna be asking for trades out. Then we'll know if that's a real and if he poses naked in ESPN body issue. Then we'll really right. know. I will. I'll ask <laughs> one final question, and we can wrap this up. We've been a little over an hour here, so um, over under for the Canucks, six playoff wins. Well, that's a real dickhead. <laughs> thing I think to we say. got the Bominators answer. <laughs> that's that's so mean. Six wins, because <laughs> now you're testing our like faith in this team. Like, no, are no, no. we a six realist? Playoff wins. Six playoff, playoff wins. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I get it. I I know the question. It's very so that's, that, that's a okay. So that's second round. Second, yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking two wins in the second round. So Brady's prediction is: Are we going to be better than a two-win second round, or are we? Just trying to think of where the other teams in the West are going to be heading into this year. Because it's, it's also funny. different. We spent last year watching the North Division and seeing a lot more of the Eastern teams and mm-hmm. not paying a ton of attention mm-hmm. to what was happening in our own division as far as growth goes. It could be a suck fest, and they might actually feast on that. So Yeah. There well, is that chance. That's, yeah, that's why I picked the the over on the points, right? Because the division is so, is so weak, right? So... Mm-hmm. 
I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll go first. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say under on six playoff wins. Okay. Like, I I think I gotta I gotta I need to prove it from this team first. Do you have a round win okay. though, Ted? So are you taking no, at least one? I don't have a round win. Oh, so you don't even okay. have four wins. First round exit. Do you even have a play? Do you have a playoff appearance? Like, does your ninety-five points I, make I, you the playoffs? Oh man. You, normally, I would say you need ninety-eight to get, but yeah. Um, I'll say again, division relevancy. I'll say they sneak in, and it's a first-round exit. Okay. Because at that point they're sneaking in, they're going to be playing a one seed or a high seed at least. Or a high I go, seed. I go. They get in, they win a round, and they they're out in five in round two. Okay. Oh, so you're just I'm under. Like, you're I'm, under. Yeah, I'm like right, just, just under. under. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna go from the book of Ted, and I am going to push those six wins. Into nice. the, I'm gonna put all six wins onto the table. I think they've they've got a round win and two wins in them. I think there is enough there, but I mean those last two wins. I mean even the last win against Vegas was brutal, but those last two wins, especially in the second round, now you're really seeing the good teams. You're seeing every like you get past the first round, which is usually one of the toughest rounds to win anyway. But now you're finding out like guys are guys are going. You know they've won a round. Whoever's won. They're ready to go. You've seen guys like really bring it on. You might get two, but like those last two are are just brutal. And the mm-hmm. Canucks have only ever done it three times. They either go to the final or they're out in the second round. So it's that's a massive disparity between both of them. So uh, two wins in the second round, I'm gonna say, is what they get. And I mean that's a victory for this for this city, right? Or for the team and the franchise and everything. That is a big win. So I, I don't think that's terrible. It also means that if they can get those two, then they know that those guys have been tested just enough where they know they can jump to the next one, even though they have done better in the bubble. I want to hear right. your prediction, Brady, and then I have a question. Okay. I will go. I'll go with nine wins. I'm going to say they make it to the Western Conference. Oh. Once again. And uh, but they that's that's as far as they go. I think they we- kind of uh die off there what do you know some competitions that's too stiff so it would be very hurt how do i how do i know no, we don't what be do you so know he's like whatever <laughs> this is great <laughs> who cares that kind of leads into my question so what is it going to take for this fan base on the whole to be satisfied with with a positive season is it get to the playoffs is it a good fight in the second round is it make it to the third round and and bow out right away what do you guys think Good fight, second round. Yep. Exactly. Good fight, second round. Third yeah, round exactly. is like I said, they've they've only been there three times. Like it was, it's been always one or the other essentially. So yeah. a third round would just be glorious, really, because then at yeah. least we've got to try. Yeah, so. nobody would be upset with a third round appearance like at all. They could get no. swept in the third round and everybody like, hey, progress. I remember yeah. the first year with Luongo when they got knocked out in round two uh, mm-hmm. against Anaheim. Yeah. Nobody was upset about that. That was a really good step forward for that team. So yeah, I I agree. What uh, what what happens like it's, so if they make it to if they make the playoffs, is this management group safe or what do what do they have to do to keep this management group safe? Playoffs. I think for now safe. it's just make the playoffs. Yeah. Just make the playoffs and they're safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. I mean, if they get swept in round one, then. 
making playoffs doesn't mean a whole lot. I mean, you get Maybe. gate, you get gate for two games, but I mean, if you just make the playoffs, or maybe you don't just make the playoffs, but you get swept in round one, then everything is it's a big reset on up front. Anyway, the team might stay the same, but management will change. Yeah, I'm buying what you're selling, Ryan. I think they that not only do they have to make the playoffs, but they need to show up in the playoffs and show something, even if it is a a round loss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I I think that makes sense because, I mean, making the playoffs is great and all, but. I mean, even the look at look at the Oilers and look at the Leafs. Like they've had, they have had some great teams, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I I could just keep laughing and we could end the show and we all know it's gonna. We don't even have to say anything. <laughs> just keep laughing. Yeah. I've got one like, more. Like it's, but you know what I mean. Like you look no at that. And uh, there's always that to make me feel good. And you just I've like got it's laughable. One more over under. Oh jeez, you got one more. It you, better you be good. good with it. If you guys are good with it. Of course. Yeah. All right. That's your Demco. We haven't talked about this guy. Um, over under 60 stars. Because that's your Demco. Over. Over. Okay. But by like two. Because mm-hmm. I okay. think Halak still has enough to uh, to be a solid backup for them. And knowing uh, this team, someone's getting injured. So. Yeah. Sadly, I, I'm sorry, but that's the reality of cheering yeah. for this team. Yeah. So. Okay. I'm going to say that he's over. And I'm also going to say that heading into game 60, he's going to be in the Vesna conversation. Oh, wow. Ooh. What do you know? Ted's got some hot <laughs> takes this year. He's going like Demko is going, you know, Vesna talk. Vesna's getting traded. If we're going to do something like make the playoffs, it's going to have to be on the back of some seriously hot goaltending. You're right. And if it's going to be on the back of seriously hot goaltending, I only see one guy in this platoon that's going to get it done. Mikey DiPietro. And we we know that's the system because we've been watching that style of hockey for the last several years. Hope the goalie stands on his head. So I don't see that changing. If it was Markstrom in, in game 50, 60 getting Vesna. Yeah conversations like yeah. that's not saying he's going to win it but he's in the conversation sure then there's no reason that it can't be demco exactly right. maybe it's not as hot of a take as you think it is no it's hot it's room hot. temperature he's yeah. a western goalie it's pretty yeah. hot it's good that's a good one that's a good one i like i like bringing demco into this um so we're good with all the takes i got yeah, one food fine. one and we'll fun. what what Ted, you it's said fine. something? Okay, sorry. It's fine. I was switching over for a second. Good times. So there's one one final question. I was going to talk about the offer sheet, but we can maybe roll that in next week because maybe if uh, it actually – if it does, offer sheet? What do you mean? <laughs> what are you talking about? You may have seen it in French on a an American Twitter account. So that was that was a lot of fun. Um, I was just strolling through yesterday, and our good friend of the show, um, Kara, a.k.a. Keeks, said that Alfredo sauce has no place in Italian restaurant. And I'm going to use Italian restaurant. I'm assuming she means like a, a good one. But I disagree because I love Alfredo sauce. And in fact, you can have a gourmet Alfredo sauce with the best, bestest of cheese. And quite frankly, I take offense to that. And I don't know if you guys do or not, um, whether it is a, a gourmet v- home version or you're going to a restaurant, but Alfredo sauce is in fact, and screw the realists out there. I mean, no offense to the actual Italians, and maybe it is an awful take if you're an Italian, but as a non-Italian, it should be in an Italian place if I'm going there. I saw that conversation, Mm -hmm. and I was too upset to get involved. 
So now you get to voice your opinion <laughs> here. Alfredo sauce is delicious. It's great. It problem. It's great. But what was the question? Does it does it in, does it belong in an Italian restaurant? Was That's that right. The question? That's right. I mean, yeah. I I, I mean I I'm not Italian. Nor am so, I, clearly. Well, so I guess I would have to defer to I don't know if that's actually an Italian dish. I could tell you for free that it tastes really good. Mm -hmm. Like a chicken fettuccine Alfredo with oh. like heavy on the garlic and parm. Oh. Maybe throwing yeah. a little bit of cream cheese in there. None of us none of us are Italian. You're oh, my language. We, we, yeah. we mentioned that. However, if it didn't belong in Italian restaurants, at some point in recorded human history, someone, an Italian, would have stepped up and gone, hey, guys, this Cut it needs out. to go. Exactly. So a lot of yeah. legitimate Italians have made that call in the past. This deserves to be in this restaurant, so I will defer to them. Hundred percent deserves to yeah. be in the restaurant. You're crazy if you think otherwise. To the old world. Yeah, <laughs> I think I don't know. I mean, the old guard said so. I would think it's probably like one of the best sauces you can put on a pasta. It is the, one of the best. But the crazy thing about it is, it's actually an American creation, you guys. But you can have so, an American Italian. You come over, you know, an Italian restaurant. Second generation, like, third Italian, generation. Italian. Is it going to be in that in that restaurant? I'm gonna say it's gonna be there. Does it belong there? I I, I don't know. So all like, I know is it fucking tastes good. Exactly. One of like the premier Italian restaurants in like the Okanagan, Le, it's called Le Busola. It's yeah. so good. Yes, man, you go there and the first thing you order is the fettuccine Alfredo. And I'm pretty sure that all the people there are not like, oh, here comes another person not ordering Italian food. Look at this it's jerk. Like, what's the what's the red sauce? <laughs> sweet and sour sauce in Chinese food? Like sweet and sour sauce is not Chinese. Mm, so but good. but it's there. All the time, and like, you're ordering some it. things. Pineapple on pizza. Okay, some, we don't need some, to. We don't need to go things, that far overboard some here. Things don't matter. Like they, they just manifest and they happen, and then you just go with it because it's okay, and the masses are fine with it. So just like, yeah, yeah I don't. I, we I love don't you, Keeks. Yeah, but whatever. I don't, I don't buy wrong. that. Well, it's an American creation, like an Italian American thing. Like, oh, what we're going back to Da Vinci, and in that era, they can decide what's Italian food and what isn't. Like, if an American Italian person came yeah. up with it and said, "Hey, we're doing Alfredo sauce," that's good enough for me. There you go. We don't need an inquest from Devin. Get his opinion, you know. Yeah, um, maybe ask him in the group chat on your fantasy league. Yeah, See what he right. says. You know what? That's yeah. a question. Hey, quick, there, quick yeah. question, uh, Mr. Luongo. <laughs> like, Fettuccine's like, you're out of the league. I'm very sorry. Yeah. Uh, that was <laughs> last guy that brought up Fettuccine Alfredo, where Alfredo <laughs> sauce was booted out of the league. Yeah. his name was Ryan. Yeah. He was blackballed <laughs> out of out of pro fantasy football league. Oh, so man. that was a lot of fun. We managed to talk just enough Canucks to make uh, us credible, um, you know, for profiling purposes only. It was a lot of fun to have the Bominator. Um, don't worry, I'll have a sweet outro for you as well. Um, join us uh, part of the Trust the Process podcast. Um, Ted, I'm going to let you defer and do your, your shtick for uh, our guest here. Um, yeah, it's... Away. Uh, it's it's shameless plug now time now. So like, what do you what do you got going on? What's what's happening with you? What's happening with the podcast? The floor is yours. Please please shamelessly plug everything that is Jay Bowman, and tell us what's good. All right, here goes. So yeah, trust the process at TTP Show Van on Twitter. We usually put out shows on Saturday. It's been pretty light with Canucks news, as you know. You know, we might be doing some over under. I'm just gonna shamelessly steal. That game because I had a lot of fun doing it. No, nah, I'm funny. kidding. You guys, you guys just it was great. You guys just stick. Um, I also host at the movies ten years later, which is a podcast where me and my good friend Janine watch and review whatever movie was number one at the box office ten years ago. See how it aged. See how the stars have grown. All that sort of stuff. 
me, Joshua Griffith, and Sean Warren on the Area 51 Network do Van Slam, which is Vancouver's only NBA podcast that we know of. Uh, and then I've also started a new venture with uh, Wyatt Arndt, Mike Paris, Rob Fay, uh, NEW Wrestle Nation for Nation Extreme Wrestling. And I'll be doing commentary with Rob and Justin Morissette for NEW's first show, which will be at the Richmond Gaming Stadium on Saturday, September 11th. Tickets available at uh, www.nationextremewrestling.com. Wow. Think that's wow. it. Wow. That's the nice. best plug that we've ever heard. You took it seriously. And you got some Rob Faye in you, I feel like, when you're plugging. Yeah, I've been told a lot that I don't do a good job at promoting myself or my work. So that was I'm wicked. trying to be better at that. Did you see um did you see Rob Faye do commentary on our little track meet earlier this uh spring? Yes, I loved that track meet. I was following I was following that very intently. So you guys you guys are invited. Like next year, hopefully we can it's open enough. We would like oh, to yeah. invite as many of our podcasting brethren uh, to come out and do like we'd like to make a day of it. That We're would be hold the a plan. podcast combine. It's going to be great. Yeah, it would I mean, be a mistake, fellas, to think I haven't already been training. For yeah, this. exactly. <laughs> so we we want to do something. A lot of like it, it's something we had talked about, Brady. We'll have to be in town, obviously, for this too. Yep. Um, it it was something we joked about afterwards, and legitimately, I think it could be a lot of fun. And hopefully Rob Faye wants to do a uh, commentary for that again. Because, it, it, again, it was an absolute blast. Um, all our families were out there to watch it and watch their dads like just look awful on the track. But um, there was a few dad bods in there, which I'm proud to say that I was one of those. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we'd love to have uh, both you and Wyatt uh, out there for sure. So uh, it's an open invite. Yeah, and we so. can all bring our dishes, too, and have a nice post-event potluck. Big potluck, yeah. There See, you you're thinking... Someone so has down. to bring. Yeah. Someone has to bring the fettuccine alfredo, though. So Kara <laughs> is invited. Yeah. yeah. Oh, of course. She's just out in Kamloops. How hard is that to get over here? Yeah. Right. So just carpool over Sean. It'll be fine. So if your uh, if your fantasy draft isn't over yet, by all means, we're gonna we'll we'll see you out with uh, your theme music. Uh, we'll wrap up. But uh, J Bo, thanks so much for coming by. This has been a lot of fun. You are a great guest. Thanks for having me, guys. Big fan of the show. Love what you guys do. So happy to be here. So here, here. thanks. Anytime you guys want me back on, I'll do it. Fantastic. Oh, oh, the yeah. Bowmanator. This guy, he's in the running for best guess. That was wicked. That was best so guess. much fun. So much fun. That was something. That was something. Brady, sure. questions were great. That was a great little uh, over yeah. under. I knew you were sitting hey, on that, that from really last good. week. I worked hard on that. Thank you. You were sitting on that from last week, so uh, that was great. And I think we you need know, to. We're in the dog days of summer, right? So we just gotta just gotta find some something fun, you know. Absolutely. Did it go the way you thought it was gonna go? All the all the picks. I mean, I thought about it a little bit, but uh, are you embarrassed to know us? To hear what you guys had to say. Are you so. embarrassed to know us now? I like some of your picks, Ted. I think you're a little. Uh, a little wild with your picks, so you know we'll have to uh, keep some keep some of that on the old chalkboard in the back here. I and, think uh, I think we're gonna have to listen to that one again so that you can exactly. make some notes. We don't do enough of that, by the way. We don't. Oh, yeah. we don't have a revisit intro, a so retro episode. We've and I've we've been talking about that at home here, uh, and I will give credit to my wife on this because she is a phenomenal person at doing these things. I was thinking, well, she was thinking, and I will bring this up to you guys that we do not a best of, but a retrospect. Pick like your three favorite episodes and we'll we'll put some clips together and we can chat about uh because we've had some pretty awesome guests in the last year 
last year and a half. You know, Orland Cortenback. Remember the Husky story? That was crazy. Uh, we had, back when. We had Brad May. Him and Pat Quinn, yeah. Yeah. So we had Brad May. Obviously, we just had Haxel on um, our good buddy uh, Dixon Ward. The Aaron Pichette story was pretty good. Too. Yeah. Aaron Pichette, yeah, Vern Fiddler. Bullpatty. You know, hey, Aaron Pichette again. with the bat, right? With the hair. Like, that was great. So yeah. we've uh, yeah, we've had some good moments. Good. Uh, Matt Sakaris, you know, can't back check for shit. That was, that was pretty good, so. Um, yeah, so maybe we should put something together like that in the next couple of weeks before hockey gets going, and yeah, um, a good little uh, you know reminiscence, a little uh, look back on the yesteryear. So, uh, cool. any final words, boys? Brady? No, just uh, you know, I'm kind of in my last little week of school here, or sorry, work, and then b- jumping into school. So there you uh, go. You know, we're pretty busy with that, but um, you know, just yeah, that's it, guys. That's it. He's spent. He's. Yeah, I can tell. Like there was. This was a big podcast. Like you're like guys. Like I got nothing left on the ice here. Mm-hmm. I put it all out there. Ted. Yeah, I did. Ted. Uh, as you guys might know, tomorrow is September first. So a part of me is dying a little bit inside. Summer is on its way out. It this is, is. kind of where this is kind of where it flourishes. Kind of my thing. I feel like I was robbed a little bit of summer with all these fires and the bullshit that's going on. That's true. That yeah. being said, we got fall ball coming up. That's going to be a good time, Ryan. You and I play ortho together so love it Dodge pitch league it's gonna be a good time love it love uh, it and for the first time in two years dodgeball is gonna be up and running so I'm oh gonna start those wow. shenanigans up again i'm gonna go Man, throw like a 50 the ball stars that's gonna be that's my let off right you have a stressful yeah. day at work and then it's acceptable to go throw a ball at somebody's head and nobody gets mad at you so i'm really stoked for that too. and for anyone living in Kelowna, you're not really allowed spectators but oh my goodness this guy goes out there and like legally murders people on the dodgeball court okay, i've seen your question. arm and final like question. i'm always happy to be on your team because that means I'm not getting hit by you. So, what was your question, B? Ted, Ted, if you were to pick one person from you know the Purple Cobras of dodgeball to be on your team, who would you pick and why? Oh, I've always been a laser taser blazer guy. Lokanda <laughs> aces. No, who is the, the what's what what's her face? The the, the unibrow. Uh, Stans Yeah, her. I can't pronounce her name. That's like a. I, her every time because yeah. yeah, you're only you're on when you're playing co-ed sports and everybody knows this you're only as good as your girls are yeah and that's only your change up <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, but seriously, really did that bold move cotton let's see how that plays out good yeah, call. No, this, jason bateman doesn't get enough respect for the, how good no, he was in that movie he oh, doesn't he awesome he doesn't awesome um move show. cotton yeah <laughs> Just uh, gotta be the hair cotton, feathered and lethal. Yeah, yeah, that is a great okay. movie. Underappreciated, right, I think. Boys, so I, that's uh, it. I should probably take, take off. That's it. So on behalf of Teddy Wong, as he's he's seen on the screen here, my boy BK Ursel, Bob Sun. Yeah, yeah, Bob Sun in the house. I'm Ryan, always 94. You guys, make sure rate, review, and subscribe. We should start doing that at the beginning so people actually remember. Um, help us do the algorithm thing. People talk about. Uh, we had a pretty big jump, so let's keep it going. We're on the Dean Blendell Network. We are partnered with Summer Skates. This is episode 105. Theoretically. Damn, 105. Theoretically Theoretically speaking. speaking. Peace out. Hey guys, it's Dean Blundell here. Check out my show Monday through Friday at DeanBlundell.com. We stream live daily at 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. I'm joined by Lachlan Cross and a collection of guests to discuss tough topics mainstream media doesn't want to touch. And if you can't join us live, just download the podcast on your time. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and at DeanBlundell.com. 
It's your boy, Josh Elijah here, co-host of the Down by Two podcast and DB2Bets, which now drops every Friday. We wanted to break off a piece of that weekend action, so we decided to move our show over to Fridays. Now you might be asking yourself, what in the hell is even DB2Bets? What the hell is even that? Well, DB2Bets is our sports betting show that is powered by Betstamp. We use the Betstamp app to find the best odds available across all different sports books. And be sure to tune in every Friday and follow along with our picks. Or don't use our picks. Do the opposite. It's your life. Make your own decisions. Just make sure you line shop and please gamble responsibly.